And we're back for another episode of the Department Podcast with Justin, Steve, Jesse, and Joe. And we're going to talk about the NBA Finals. And unfortunately for Clark, that Champions Heat banner is not updated in the background. It's no, staying no. with whatever the last year was, 14, 15. I don't even remember at this point. LeBron's been in the Finals for really long. But the 2012 one, too. <laughs> not even the most recent one. Whatever, but it's, it's, definitely, not the, it's definitely not the 2021 because the LA Lakers are the 2020 NBA champions. They came out of the bubble victorious. LeBron got his uh, fourth ring with his third team, fourth NBA Finals with another third team. So initial takeaways from this series, it went a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. You know, six games opposed to a sweep. Game five was a great statement win for the Heat. But at that point, to put it nicely, they blew their load in that game because they <laughs> they came out dull and just lackadaisical. Not lackadaisical, but you could tell they were spent emotionally and physically in game six. And they had to play constant catch-up, and they never could really come back. And that's how the Lakers basically won the series. Yeah. I, 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 mean, don't, I, I don't have much to say. Um, it, it, the, the Heat, they tried their best. Um, LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time. Um, he brought three different organizations a championship. I like leading an organization to a championship. It's like making you he's the greatest. It, it's simple as that. He is he's the greatest of all time. Um, you you can debate it, I guess, but uh, if you guys want to, I'm fine with debating that. I don't know if you guys are on my side or not with that, but I, I think he's the greatest. Um, he he his team around him just phenomenal as well like his players stepped up like before the series even started people are saying it's just him and anthony davis no it's not he has a team around him that helps that he helps succeed the players that's the difference with him and other and other like players though like he the players don't help him succeed he helps those other players succeed which proves to me why he's that good but yeah he tried lebron turns role players into starters and mediocre starters he can turn into all-star level players yeah. as we've seen with larry hughes and mo williams yeah uh, just to name a few but the the thing that makes lebron so great is that look at game five and see how jimmy butler went toe-to-toe with him the whole time and butler got the game on him and then the next time they played LeBron dropped another 36 points and was just as good as he was in game five. Meanwhile, Butler was exhausted, rightfully so. But LeBron gave you everything Butler did in game five and then did it again in game six while also being a couple months removed from turning 36 years old. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's, he's, He's not his, like he's like still in his prime at 36 years old, which is insane to think about because it might be the last ring for LeBron. It really might, honestly, that's my bold prediction for this show that this is LeBron's last ring. But if that's his last ring, what a way to go out with your last ring like that. And also for Butler, he played what was it, 47 and a half minutes basically out of yeah. 48 in Game Five. Like the iconic yeah. photo is him basically dry heaving, dying on the scorer's table, or you know, the stanchion of the rim, wherever he was, like, that's like, that proves like he, that game alone, he proved why he's a max player and the heat are getting their money's worth from him for this project was that game alone. I know Justin and I were not talking on the podcast about this. We were talking maybe on the phone about this or something, but about that photo of Jimmy bending over and like exhausted and all that stuff. It's like very iconic to like 
a lot of old like Jordan photos, like Jordan with like the flu game and all that stuff. And it would have been a lot more iconic that photo if they would have won the finals, but it still shows how Jimmy put this team on his back and the amount of work that he put into this team and how exhausting it is being in this bubble this whole time. Just It just sums up the whole NBA bubble as a whole, that picture to me. Yeah. Every, every move uh, that the Lakers did, it worked. They went all in for an NBA finals. They mortgaged the future. They made a lot of shakeups in the front office. They basically pulled out every single stop to make sure that this roster um, was a championship level roster. And um, to the Lakers credit, they did have to deal with um, a lot of adversity. This was the season that was for Kobe. Um, It is very difficult to have to play through that. And it is um, a testament to them that they still kind of kept up um, the Mamba mentality throughout everything else that was going on. And on top of that, they lost um, one of the most important players, Avery Bradley, throughout the entire playoff run. Um, they did it without him. So in that, re- in that regard, all respect to the Lakers. Also, Frank Vogel can coach. Um, Frank Vogel outcoached Eric Spolstra in the NBA Finals. Very shocking um, to hear that because um, Spolstra was getting all the love in the world, deservedly so, um, against Boston. But he did not coach the best series. It seemed like Vogel in the third, fourth quarter of games always made the right moves, always did the right. And I mean, starting Caruso in game six was the, the final cherry on the cake. So, you know, of course the Lakers go out with Anthony Davis playing center Uh, shout out to Jesse Norman, but on the flip side, (laughs) and here we come. Um, LeBron James has won his fourth ring. We are going to hear about how he's the greatest. And again, you know, he, one, a one B him, Michael Jordan, they both are are very flawed characters. Um, The problem with this run, obviously he had the five month break. I mean, we all know that. There, two years in the old. last years, in the last years, two years, in the last few years, since 2015, there have been five players that the media has tried to anoint, either rightfully so or not, as better than LeBron James. Right now, the latest is they're saying that Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers. Well, that he's on his own team. So Giannis Antetokounmpo avoided, got bounced out early. Not his fault, but still... Kawhi Leonard, they said, was better than LeBron James. Did get to play him. Steph Curry, injured. Kevin Durant, injured. LeBron was far and away the best player that he opposed. I mean, out of these opponents, he was far and away the best player. He steamrolled right through everybody. It was easy. It was resounding a lot like Skip Bayless right now. Stop. Oh, my God. Skip Bayless is one of the most brilliant minds in sports media. We're not not doing this. We're not saying that the Lakers' road to the playoffs was easy. It's not the Lakers' fault the Clippers decided to blow a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. The Clippers lost that series. I'm so sorry LeBron couldn't go to the Clippers and help them win. Like, how is it a knock against LeBron that another team couldn't finish their job? That doesn't not, make any sense. You, you it's can't not LeBron's. I'm, I'm not blaming LeBron, but it's it's valid to say. But that you're he hurting avoided. his legacy by a team that didn't get there and wasn't good enough to get to the Western Conference yeah. Finals. Oh, oh, 
hate on LeBron because the team couldn't get there. Don't blame the schedule. What? You can't blame the schedule. Exactly. I would never. I would the never Clippers take should have away. tried through the whole series so they didn't, you know, have to lose to the Nuggets in the second round. He. LeBron doesn't choose he who he plays. He simply just played what was in front of him, and what That's, was in front and, of him just was inferior. And it's he just dominated. What happened. It's just what happened. A That's five seed in the work. finals. Uh, yeah, if the five Clippers were the good finals. enough to make the Western Conference Finals, they would have made it, and they would have probably lost to the Lakers when they got there. So yeah. they just weren't good enough. They weren't good enough to make it. So, so here's we, my saw, we saw Pandemic P. It just it wasn't good. So here's my question then. Looking at how the matchups fell and how you know certain teams played in the bubble, can the Lakers repeat if – Barring next season is as normal as it could be, you know, if the depending on how the world is at that time. Uh, absolutely. Definitely possible. Will they though? They're they're still probably the best team in the West. Um, the Clippers are going to get worse. Um, they can say all they want about how it wasn't it wasn't all this year and it's a long plan. A lot of those guys' contracts are up, so they're gonna get worse. Um, Denver might lose out on some of their pieces. They also can get better because they're pretty young. But out West, there's some question marks after L.A. You look at the East, the East is going to be better next year. But the West, it still would, I think, run through the Lakers. I don't think there's anybody that's going to make a big jump out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah it, it's the Los Angeles show in general. It, it's, it's Lakers and Clippers, if we're being – um, completely honest with that. It, it it's just between those two teams. Rockets can't get their stuff together. Nuggets are the only other one that I would throw in that conversation, just because of their youth and their upside to them. But otherwise, it, it's a Los Angeles show and on the West. That's it. Um, we're gonna, um, of course, let the off season play out. Um, it's my belief, though, as it stands, and probably after everything's done, that the winner of the NBA Finals next year will be an Eastern Conference team. Um, I think there are, I mean, I think Miami is going to be right back in there. I think Toronto, um, depending on what they do this off season, they have, they have some decisions to make. And of course, um, I believe Brooklyn has the opportunity to be the, very much the cream of the crop in that, that conference. Um, as far as the West goes, I mean, the heat, I mean, sorry, the Lakers have teams that could be difficult for them like golden state could be tough for them dallas could be tough for them but if like if this if it's going to go like it did this year and uh, lebron and ad are going to click like that again yeah no i mean it, it should be you know relatively easy for them to just get that number one seed but do, do i do see a team like a dallas or a denver continue to keep making these steps and eventually become like toward the end of the year, maybe push him to six or seven games. Very possible. But of course, a lot of it has to do with the offseason. Yeah, I think Dallas more than any is that sleeper team because if Luca takes just even one small step more forward, and I think we all think he's going to take another one, and Kristaps just continues to get back to being the player that he was before all of the injuries and everything happened in New York. I mean, they they could get another player next to them as well. But if those two guys just take more steps forward, they could yeah. easily be in the Western Conference Finals. The biggest question for the end of this year is his knee. Yeah. It's, it's the health. It's, it's how much can he play? And it's can sad he to wear, stay healthy. 
He's almost good. He's almost turning into age like forty-one Dirk, just being just a straight-up shooter as a big man, because his knees won't be able to su- support him driving into the buck into the lane and to the basket like we saw in New York. And that's where his two injuries have catastrophically come from. You know, he would almost have to adapt yeah. to being a shooting big. And that's but even not- then, he's <sighs> he's probably behind Carl Anthony Towns. He's probably the best shooting big in the NBA. I mean, he shoots from literal curry range and makes it uh yeah. consistently so i think i think dallas is a player away from being dangerous um i think the lakers have the best chemistry of any team in the nba going into next year and i think brooklyn has the most talented roster um barring trade and if they make a trade probably even more talented and top heavy joe um, i will say i will say it, this um, the Rockets are nowhere close to what I think to be a contender. I, um, I am completely no, no, Houston out. Um, I'm, I'm all that. I mean, they'll limp into the playoffs just kind of like by default, probably. Oh. But I, they, they've exhausted all of their options, and just a coaching change I don't think is enough to get them over the hump. Depending on who it is, you know, some sources are pointing Tyron Lue, great, but like. How much different of a scheme is he going to run compared to the seven seconds that they were running with D'Antoni, basically, when it's still the core of the team still intact? I, I think Mr. Jim Harden's going to be out of there really soon. I Jimmy. really – Jim, I don't see him that's sticking what I'm, around. That's the, that's the point that they're hitting at this point. They have no assets. They have nothing else to change. To trade, he's really the only player of value that they could dump and get something I think other they're than They're going to dump him to a contender in the East, whether it's – I don't think Boston, maybe Philly or – Maybe uh, Toronto or Miami. I think he's going to go somewhere in the East. I think he wants out of the West. I really do. I, I don't... think this is his last hurrah in the West, I think. If even if uh, – I don't know if he makes it on the – if he's on the Rockets by the time next season starts. So then really on the don't. flip side of this series, the my, let's talk about the Miami Heat's future going down the line. Sure. Because they have some moves that they have to make in the offseason. Yeah. And can they be back in the finals next year is the first question. It's 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 rough. Um, I don't bubble, see it the, happening. Uh, I think it's very possible again, but the bubble did help them a lot in that situation because they had a bunch of young guys on their roster who aren't used to playing in playoff situations. So the bubble did help them. They were the five seed. They were not meant to be in the finals at any reason. There was a bunch of better teams ahead of them, but they their chemistry as a team and the way they played the ball and their shooters that they have just willed them over these better teams. Um, I think I think it's possible to make the finals but i wouldn't bet money i would love to see it of course being me but i just wouldn't bet money on it the big thing for miami is going to be who leaves in free agency and what happens there because they don't want to put money on the books for 2021 yeah so we'll see how that goes if they can land or if they trade for or if the next year they pick up Giannis somehow hell they can be right back in it they really could but, oh yeah, that's a that's a huge if. Yeah. But in that case, you're they, sending Harrow, Robinson, and that's if they get him for the season. That's they would have to season. sign. They would have to sign and trade him anyway. Even if he wants to come, he mm-hmm. would want his super max money. Super max. Same way. Same way when Durant joined Brooklyn, even though max. he joined, he took the two or the the super max deal from the Warriors but was signed and traded to Brooklyn. Honestly, if it's a win-now mentality for the Heat, Jimmy Butler has maybe a few more years, not many years left in his prime. I think it's win-now mentality. You go for it, honestly. You go, you within, go for the trade. 
within the next two or three years. I don't know how it's going to happen. That's the window. The Heat, the Heat are going to get like a super max, like superstar. Um, but as of right now, looking into next year, um, they did. Of course, they weren't supposed to be there. We all know that. And they do have, you know, a deep, talented roster. But looking at the teams they're going to have to play in the East, it's not going to be sustainable because either they don't have the best player or they have a coaching disadvantage against Milwaukee, don't have the best player in that series. Um, Brooklyn will not have the best player in that series. Uh, Toronto, that's a coaching disadvantage, I believe it to be. And I mean, Boston, probably both coaching disadvantage and Jason Tatum's going to take another big step up. So I, that's four teams. And I don't even know what Philly's situation is going to be. So yeah, Philly's very iffy team. I, I don't really know. What's you know about I, we don't really know what we're going to, no. we don't know what we're going to see. From and, and the stars that they could realistically trade for and get are probably Harden, Giannis and Bradley Beal are probably the only big names that would be available. So, so Justin, if Bradley Beal goes to Philly, are you, are you rocking the same colors and being a Philly fan? Eh, no, I don't think it. there's any way Bradley Beal gets to Philly and not to Brooklyn. The only because way it, there, it'd be Brooklyn. No, Philly has Philly and Miami both. Um, I don't think can offer the package that Brooklyn does. So unless Brooklyn is just like, no, we value these assets more than which that, they, which uh, they very well no could. Way. But Sean Marks in interviews in the offseason sound like he's going to make a move he, for somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. So the trade, I think the trade market isn't going to be as hot as it has been in recent years because I don't know what superstars necessarily are unhappy. I think Harden could be close, you know, maybe in a year or so. Um, but as far as just star players go, if, if the Timberwolves didn't, you know, trade for D'Lo, you could maybe say Cat, but that's put to bed. Uh, Devin Booker seems like he wants to stay in Phoenix. Dame has said multiple times he wants to stay in Portland. How about Embiid? The only one is you can maybe Embiid or Simmons, but that was mostly talk of trading because they thought they were going to bring in D'Antoni. Then they brought in Doc Rivers, so they might hold on to that and see if Doc Rivers can fix the situation there. Um, and then I feel like Boston thinks they have a pretty solid team and probably don't want to move that many parts. The only an option that the Heat could have is let Drogic go and target Van Fleet, you know, and kind of They're try gonna, to pull, and pull him away from Toronto. That oh, yeah, Dr- I, Drogic is on the older side, so it's not a bad idea at all, even though Drogic is a key contributor to the team. Um, I, I wouldn't mind it. I think that's a good fit. I think he'd fit well. Um, probably st- he'd start for sure. I don't think there's a way they throw any money at anybody in this free agency. They're just going to wait till. I think they, they're going to wait, which is, but that's why it, this could quickly turn into a finals appearance into kind of a pivot year. And like, maybe they get a six seed, maybe, you know, and they get like a first or second everything. round, of, first or second yeah. round elimination then. Yeah. But, but it's really, they're trying for Giannis, but the, the problem with that and the scary thing about that is if, Milwaukee, you know, and Giannis get on the same page. Let's say they make a finals appearance and Giannis says he's going to stay. Miami is now kind of let call with their pants down. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of let this this year already pass um, when they could have been, you know, maybe attempting to trade some things to help their team. Now they could be potentially waiting and then never be back in that same position that they were again. 
Yeah, it's a lot of ifs. It's a lot of ifs to happen. That's uh, it's the scary part, though. That's that's the game, though. It it it's if that's gonna happen, if this is gonna happen, it's just the name of the game. But I definitely think with them getting this far in the finals, it's giving them the encouragement to go for it now. You know, because Bubba's contract now. is paying off. It's not like they got burnt by a supermax player who didn't do anything. You know, they got results, and it's worth building on top of. Yeah, you got, like I said earlier in this podcast, you have to, it's win now with how old Jimmy is. Granted, he only has a couple more years left in his prime. It's a win now mentality. You got, you got to put at least another side. They have a good team. It's not like they don't have a good team. They have like talent on their roster. They just need that one other superstar that all these other great teams have to be able to get another ring. Well, and that's the problem. They were really the only team, you know, in the bubble when you think about it, that their superstar didn't have a significant running mate with for the playoffs. Yeah, because Bam's only 23 years old. We have to remember that too. Bam could be the next superstar in the league, but he's only 23 years old. He's very, well, and let's very look, young. Bam's, Bam's best game was game six. And, you know, he was fantastic. It didn't matter. They got blown out late. the whole game. It, it's because he played. He wasn't a hard, not, not making excuses here at all, but – he was the playing fact hurt. that he, he was playing hurt and that it hurt the team more than it helped them when he was out on the floor. Like you saw the two games that they were out, they, they stayed in those games. They won one of them and the other one they lost in a pretty close game. When Bam was on the court though, he's missing shots, he's missing foul shots, he's making dumb passes. You, you can see his attention was more on his injury than the game. So it, it hurt them more. But if Bam gets healthy and takes another step forward, just like Joe said, Jason Tatum would, I don't know. It, it, it's a fun team. It's just a fun team to watch. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah, if you guys are Miami's front office, what young player are you saying, absolutely not, we're not trading? Because you have Harrow, Adebayo, none, and if you trade for somebody, you're going to need to include at probably at least two of them. I think Harrow's the untouchable and if you're one. Talking and if you're talking Giannis, you probably have to trade all three. I think it's Harrow just because at center, you can get similar production with a veteran center than that you're getting with Bam. You know, he's very limited. He's kind of an older type of center where he doesn't really stretch the floor that much. None, you could get a, a point guard similar results. But Harrow, it's either Harrow or Duncan, honestly. I think you keep Duncan no matter what, just because of his shooting ability. Um, I'm I like keeping none because I feel like none has a lot of potential that's still there. He showed a lot this season. Wasn't the rookie of the year. Um, he was a candidate for rookie of the year. But I just think there's so much there that's left for none that he could be a top guard in the league. I really do. But um, I guess he here. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard. They have a lot of good young guys. Hero's great too. It's just. But that's also great because uh, you can trade those in for significant star players then exactly which is going to help in the summer of Giannis a lot it's someone's gonna go they're all not gonna stay we, we can all agree on that right here right now they're all not gonna stay but if, if, if you want to get Giannis they're all not gonna stay but the summer of Giannis is gonna be interesting if he doesn't you know decide to really stick it with Milwaukee I think Bam has the most potential um, out of the four of them. I think he really uh, can become a, a transcendent talent because mm-hmm. um, I, I think we've only seen half of what he can do. Uh, he has potential to be like a perennial uh, DPOY. Um, but I, I, Tyler Hero also has sort of that that like killer instinct, you know, like something like, like a, a lot of um, Clay Thompson comparisons, which is very nice. I don't know what people say. I just, I don't even. <laughs> I mean, um, he's not Clay Thompson defensively by any means. Yeah, so. yeah, no. Uh, no. no. I mean, it's hard to be um, to but, guard. Um, yeah. 
the but I I I would be most okay probably with losing none, um, because he's I think he's he, he's a great talent, but I think he's replaceable with what they do. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? How we all said like somebody different for that situation. Well, that just shows that they've been hitting on their draft picks and that they're panning out and they're growing and developing them. You know, the way an organization to build a sustainable winner should. Exactly, it, it, it can go any other way. Like I like I like how we basically, for the most part, picked all different people that they should keep, and it just like Justin just said, they're, they're hitting on the draft picks, and it shows that they can draft and they can pick up undrafted free agents too. Duncan Robinson and Kendrick Nunn were not drafted by the league at all. Duncan Robinson played D three ball before he went to um Division one college, and well, we know just, why they got none undrafted. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, well, 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 he did some stuff but um yeah it, it's just picking up free agents drafting well and it, it shows in the long run it really so, does so with that being said any last closing thoughts on the nba finals the lakers the heat and anything generally going into the nba offseason because until something significant happens we're probably not going to talk about the nba too much basically as we yeah. barely talked about it anyway um, to begin with yeah. but any last closing thoughts before we wrap up congrats to the lakers they did it for Kobe. LeBron's the greatest player of all time. The Heat put up a fight as the number five seed, and they looked fantastic. They showed they can be real contenders. And the East is has a lot of talent, and the West belongs to Los Angeles. That's what I got. The Lakers do need a little bit more around LeBron and AD. A little bit. Just a little bit. Um, not a complete overhaul, but... They can do a little bit more with that roster. Vogel's a legit coach. Spolstra might not be. Great coach, not Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. oh hold on, hold on. Hold Basketball on. Hall of Fame super weak. He's a Hall He'll of get Fame in. coach. No, but you know how it is. You know how they do. Um, and I think Giannis will end up in the, with the Heat. I've changed my my tone on that. I think it, if you would have said Spolstra for no Hall of Fame back in 2014, I'd agree. But he, well, he brought a squad with like a bunch of rookies. I granted they're good rookies. Granted, Jimmy Butler. They're rookies. They're, they're, they're we're rookies. gonna see. We're gonna see if if all these guys if these guys turn out to like just be like you know like role players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like we'll see how they turn out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he still all coached four. these guys to the finals. So I don't know. I, I, I'll put him in the Hall of Fame category oh, he's, yeah, i mean yeah, he's, yeah no, but, he's a championship winning coach he's i mean jimmy butler jesse your closing thoughts can't wait for the nba next year beautiful well with that clark wrap this one up for us all right guys thank you guys for listening to this episode of the department podcast um we do appreciate you guys listening to us um we have a couple more things planned this week there's a wrestling recap coming someday i don't know what day but more importantly there's nfl week five review coming really soon because of all the games that got mixed up with the tuesday games and all that nonsense so that's coming a little later than usual but stay tuned for that uh make sure to keep up with us and watch and listen to all of our stuff so subscribe on youtube apple podcast and spotify um Follow our social medias at department underscore pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And like I said, a lot of stuff planned, and we'll see you in the next episode.